Hey, it's Jason with the Marketing Podcast Network. As a business-to-business marketer, your needs are unique. B2B buying cycles are long and your customers face incredibly complex decisions. Isn't it time you had a marketing platform built specifically for you? LinkedIn ads empower marketers with solutions for you and your customers. LinkedIn ads allow you to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach your customers in a respectful environment. On LinkedIn, you'll have direct access to and build relationships with decision makers. Of the 875 million users on the network, 180 million are senior-level executives, 10 million are C-level executives. You will also be able to drive results with targeting and measurement tools built specifically for B2B, and they work. Audiences exposed to brand messages on LinkedIn are six times more likely to convert. LinkedIn Ads is also ranked number one for security, community, and ad experience as part of Business Insider's Digital Trust Study. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash MPN and claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash MPN. Terms and conditions apply. Search engine optimization can be confusing, but your business can benefit from it regardless of what you do. SEMrush, an all-in-one digital marketing suite, can cover key SEO activities including tracking your competitors' keyword strategies, improving search rankings, and much more. Why choose multiple solutions when you can use just one? Start your free trial today and get on top. Go to bit.ly slash SEMrushMPN. That's B-I-T dot L-Y bit.ly slash SEMrushMPN. Honestly, if you're making these mistakes, it's going to be really, really hard to make the money. So you got to turn things around. You're listening to the business of podcasting. And on this show, we focus on the money side of podcasting. Some of the top industry experts come on the show to tell us how they have monetized their shows. This means you get access to real stories and real life strategies that have benefited podcasters for the last 10 to 15 years. You also get access to solo content where you learn how to monetize your own show and you learn really in-depth strategies to make money from your podcast. So if you want to monetize your podcast, subscribe now. Welcome back to the business of podcasting. I'm your host, Coach Chris. Today, we're going to talk about why your podcast does not make money. I want to get into this specifically because I think there are a lot of podcasters out there that kind of wonder why they're stuck. And I've talked to a lot of these hosts. They have 100 episodes. They put content out consistently. They've even reached out to sponsors. Some of them created products and they still are not profitable. So I want to give you a list of reasons as to why your podcast could be struggling in the profitability area. Now, not all of these will apply to you, but I can guarantee if you listen all the way through, at least one of them will, especially the last one. The first one is a lack of consistency. I think this is the most common where people have a podcast and they post content, but there's no rhythm to it. There's no cadence. I don't know when I can expect you to post more content. This is one I see happening a lot. And I say this because when I listen to podcasts, I like to go to the page. Hopefully, if they have a website, I go there. I like to go to iTunes and just look and look at the dates. Are you posting episodes every seven days? Is it every 12 days? Is it once a month? Like, what's your rhythm with when you post content? And I can tell you that most of the people that come to me complaining and well, expressing their, their experience, not going to say complaining, but just telling me they haven't made any money. Most of those people are not the ones that are posting every single week. Now, if you want to have a show where you post once a month or twice a month, like every other week, that's fine. But I can tell you that profitability is going to be very, very difficult if you only post content 
like that, like that kind of schedule, that rhythm, it's not conducive to a profitable podcast. I can tell you that with full on confidence. And I think this is something that obviously you can change if you want to be more profitable. It's actually pretty easy to be more profitable in this area. Start batching your content, meaning the first or last week of the month, you should be creating content for the next month. What that means is on the first week of uh, or let's say the last week of August, you know, the last week of August, you start scheduling content, you start recording content, planning and everything. Then you schedule it out for the next month. Now you don't have to worry about, oh, did I post this? Did I post that? Does that one sound good? You can ignore all of that. You've already won because you did the part of actually planning your stuff out and then you produced it. And I think batching is really good when you do obviously interviews, which most of us do. We do a lot of interviews. It's easy to batch interviews. And it's really, really easy when you do educational content, you're doing the solo stuff. The only content I would suggest you don't batch is news and trending topics. That's it. If you can avoid those, then you'll be good to go. Now, uh, another one you got to focus on is community presence. If you lack community presence, it is very difficult to get sponsored because you don't have communities to leverage. What I mean by this is I think the most basic form of community presence right now in 2022 is still Facebook groups. I would say Twitter is up there, too. If you're active in Twitter spaces and you're part of the conversations a lot, you're going to be a part of the community in no time. You know, it takes a couple sessions and people will start to know who you are with Facebook groups. It's about posting in there and being a part of the conversation, you know, uh, engaging with the community and talking to people and not just trying to promote something. You know, I see a lot, a whole lot of podcasters doing that, just jumping in the groups and spamming the group. Hey, guys. This is a new episode I talked about, blah, blah, blah. Like if you go and look at podcast groups specifically, just search podcast groups on Facebook. You're going to find a ton of groups where it's just you post anything and you promote. And all you'll see is a bunch of people randomly promoting their podcast. I'm going to post a video. Some people will go live in the group or they'll be alive on their page and they share it to the group. A lot of people say, hey, subscribe for subscribe when that's just that's not going to help you grow. It's stupid. Um, so spamming the community is not being a part of the community or I would even say trolling the community like that trolling shit is cool if you're in like the gaming community where that's part of the culture but for any community outside of that nobody wants to hear that shit bro I'm gonna be honest with you like nobody wants to see you joke around and play with them and be disrespectful like it's funny when you're talking to the kids your age and stuff but people outside of that like gamer or i don't know anime like if you're not in that community people don't want to deal with trolls so you want to have a real presence meaning you're contributing to the community your opinion your ideas your strategies contribute to it you know be a part of it um and that's when people start to accept you and recognize you and then they want your feedback they want to have conversations with you they want to hear from you you know they'll start inviting you on to different podcasts and different youtube channels and stuff and it just it's a ripple effect, you know, but you got to show up in that way first. Um, another one. This is probably one of the biggest I, I could have put this one last. Matter of fact, I'm going to save that one for last because that one is really good. The third reason why your podcast is not profitable. You want to sell courses too damn early. Oh, my God. I run into this. Oh, this is I see this so much. I understand you want to make money. I understand that. 
But if you've never made a dollar online, if you've never made a dollar from your podcast, why the hell do you think the first way to make a dollar is to sell a course for $5,000? Do you even know what goes into a five? Have you ever even bought a $5,000 course? See, the funny thing about this is I know at least 50 podcasters off the top of my head that tried this strategy. Like, oh, I, I launched my podcast and I'm going to go and record my course now. And it's like, do you even know what's supposed to go in that course? Do you know what your audience wants to learn first? Do you know what tools they need to get the outcome they want? It's just making courses has become so mainstream because you got people out there that I'm going to teach you how to make a course and make a million dollars. And can a course make you a ton of money? Yes. But as a podcaster, that should not be your biggest priority. And that should not be the first product you create to become profitable. That is not the way you become profitable. Now, if you want to learn more about profitability in that way, I'll link an episode down in the description about how you can make your podcast or your masterclass because that's better than a course. Another reason why the course is bad is because everybody that launches a course, most podcasters I see that launch a course on their show, they always price it wrong, meaning they've heard, oh, you got to get paid what you're worth. So now they jump out the window and want to charge high ticket. And I hate the high ticket moving personally because Everybody wants to sell high ticket, but people have not done the high ticket work. Again, if you've never paid five grand for a course or a coaching program, you shouldn't be selling a product at that price. You shouldn't because you yourself as as a creator don't know what it's like to be the customer. So you don't even know what goes into that. You don't know what those people will want. You don't know what they expect, anything. And it doesn't even matter what industry you're in. If you've never spent three, four, five thousand dollars on a product, on a digital product, you yourself cannot go out there and sell that. It's not gonna work. And I can guarantee if you haven't spent that money on it and you're trying to sell it, you probably haven't sold it because of that. And I don't understand why it's so hard to price it where it's respectable. Like I know you want to make money and everything, cool. But do you have to charge five grand? Like five is just it's absurd, man. It's, it's absurd, to be honest. And only because, again, most people that are selling at five grand have done nothing to be qualified to charge that price. And yes, I do think there are qualifications for that. You know, I think imposter syndrome exists for a reason because you are an imposter. If you've never spent five grand on a course and you just launched this podcast, you've never made any money online. You are an imposter. That's why you feel like an imposter. Yes, you're an imposter. You've never done anything to not be an imposter. Now, I'll say if you sold other products, you made some money, you've done this and that, you got other stuff, and then you sell a course for 5000 and I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. But this idea that you should just go and make the most expensive course that you can is absurd, and I will never agree with that. I'll never rock with that one. Never. Like, I can't. Now, another reason why your podcast does not make money is you lack professionalism. Man, professionalism is really important when it comes to working with sponsors. Um, it's a big, big deal. If you're not posting content consistently, if your audio doesn't sound great, if you have not invested in a microphone, you should not be worried about making money podcasting. You, should, you, you just shouldn't. You can't. You have to be willing to invest, I would say, at least $500 into your show before you can make $500 from the show. And it sounds like a paradox where it's like, well, if I don't spend the money, if I don't have the money, how am I going to spend it? 
the truth is you got to come up with it. You got to figure that part out. But I can tell you, if you don't have a microphone and your sound is terrible, you can't wonder why you're not making money. And I say this because I talk to podcasters and they will still be recording in their car or they're still using Anchor or they're still recording with their phone. It's like you can't expect to make money from this if you're not taking it serious. That's not professional to be recording a podcast in your car while you're driving or using a Bluetooth headset. Right. That's not professional. It's not professional. <laughs> it's not professional to be recording on Anchor. When you have 50 episodes, now I get it. Anchor is super easy to set up and you can record from your phone. When you want to start making money, you got to get off of that. I'm sorry. You can go to Buzzsprout, Lipson, Casto, Sounder, Spreaker. It's so many options that you have. Megaphone. You have a multitude of options to get away from Anchor. I know it seems the most appealing because they're going to pay you a couple pennies here and there for promoting them, but it's not going to be as beneficial as you think. And I can tell you that I know a podcaster is looking for the cheapest, easiest way out when they're using Anchor and they have a ton of episodes. Now, if you just started, I get it. You're getting started. You're figuring it out. You probably don't even know about the other platforms. But I can tell you, if you haven't switched from that platform, I'm judging you. I am. I am. And I, I don't know how this sounds to other podcast hosts. I might get judged for saying I'm judging people, but I'm going to be honest. I do. Because I know you're probably running the ads for Anchor, which they always are. And I also know you're looking for the cheapest route, man, which I don't think is anything wrong with that either. But I'm saying if you want to be profitable, you got to be willing to invest for it. You have to. You have to. Another part of professionalism is the way you present your content. And what I mean by that is you need to have a consistent style, right? Like every podcaster has to have their own style, their own method. And... This is one of the harder areas, I think, to kind of reach. And this is something that it takes time to learn, right? Where you have your own sound and your own style. It's a rhythm to it. Even when you do interviews, you know, you kind of have a, a cadence to it. And this kind of content, man, it does really, really well. When you present it correctly, oh, man, it does really, really well when you have your own method. Because then you start to stand out. Then you have your guests complimenting you on your interview style and stuff. So it, it can really, really work for you. If... You take it serious. And this is why I think you got to really put in the work to get that. You know, if you want to be a professional podcaster, I think it's going to take you like 25 episodes, 25 to 35. If you're doing one a week, right, if you're going to do one a week, it's going to take you like four to six months. You know, it will take you around that time. And I think we've. Because podcasting is now mainstream, everybody thinks they can put the money in and go buy a microphone or rent a studio and then boom, they're a podcaster. Yeah, you are technically a podcaster, but you're not a good podcaster. There's a difference between you being a host and being a great host. There's a big difference. We've all watched those shows where it seems like the host doesn't really know what they're doing or they're nervous. They don't know how to ask the right questions. The conversation isn't flowing well. And you're just uncomfortable watching. You're, you're not really interested in watching it. Then you watch other shows and the host just got it. They're just super comfortable with their world. And they make the guests feel comfortable. The conversation sounds great. That's where you want to get to. And I think there are not a lot of podcasters in that area. It takes some time to get there. But once you do, man, it opens the floodgates for you. I promise you. Now, lastly, this is the main reason why your podcast is not making money. 
you only use social media to market your show. Out of all the atrocities that I see from podcasters, this might be at the very, very top. Thinking that you can post on Twitter and then post in Facebook and then post on LinkedIn and then post something in your Instagram story. And then, oh, I promoted my podcast. That is not nearly enough to promote your show. I know you probably think, well, what else should I be doing? I think the way you look at promotion has to be at different levels. You want to do own media. You want to do uh, paid media. And I think having leverage media is important too, right? So let's go through this. Own media is your social media channel, you know? Um, because you had those followers and stuff. Now, can you lose them? Yes, but you own it for the time being. So we'll call that own media, your Twitter account, Instagram, Facebook, all of that stuff, right? That's your own stuff. So posting on there is good. That's great. Those people know who you are. They committed to following you. They want to be a part of your community and stuff. So you got to post to keep them engaged and, you know, hopefully it reaches them, you know, but these algorithms, unless they really engage and like your content, they are not going to see it. So that's why if you only use social media, it doesn't work. Like that's prime example of why it doesn't work right there because all of these platforms want you to basically pay to get the attention of the people that have already said they want you to show them your content. So right there own media is the easiest one. We all know about that. Now paid media is where you can pay for ads. You can run ads on other podcasts. You can run ads on newsletters. You can run Facebook ads. You can run Google ads. You got a ton of options when it comes to ads specifically. I would say the one I've seen people be most successful with, uh, shout out Tanner Campbell, is using podcast ads. Like if your podcast is about health and wellness and you go into a mindset podcast and you promote your show on there, you pay the host there to promote you, you're really highly likely to get a lot of listeners from that because the people listening to the mindset podcast are probably into being in shape and being healthy too, right? So promoting other podcasts is going to be one of the most valuable ways. And that doesn't cost a lot of money. You could spend a hundred bucks a month on that, you know, paying some shows $10, some of them 20 bucks, you know, for a pre-roll ad, you record an ad for your show, you send it to all of these podcasts, and boom, you spend a hundred dollars a month promoting your show and you can really increase your reach. Right. So that's paid now leverage media. And this is what kind of one of my own kind of methods. It's when you leverage other communities. And what I mean by that is people think they're doing this when they do podcast interviews, but you're really not. When you do podcast interviews, you have no guarantee that that person is going to promote the show, you know? It's just no guarantee. They could tell you they are and all of that, but most likely they're probably not. So your way around this is to leverage real communities. So you can go to Facebook and go to certain groups and connect with the group owner and have a conversation with them and see what you could give them in exchange for a promotion in the group. And what I mean by promotion is real promotion, not just one post. I mean like three posts in a week and then a Facebook live or something, you know, and this is one of those things that could become paid because you might have to pay them 50, a hundred bucks for that. But I mean, is it worth it? You got access to 25,000 engaged people that care about what you're talking about. Now you have access to promoting them for the next two weeks. Is that not a good strategy? Like out of 25,000 people, if you get even 1%, that's a lot of people. So boom, that's one way to leverage. Another way to leverage community is to connect with the influencers on Twitter. 
when they write those threads, have them include you in a thread of their favorite podcast or have them talk about five reasons why they love your podcast or have them make a list about your top, their top three favorite episodes on your show. Simple. A lot of those guys would love to get paid to write those annoying ass threads. They write like some of them are good, but a lot of them are annoying. Now it's become a little overdone. So once you have all three of these strategies down, all you do is find one that works for you and you do it consistently. So you could say, I'm going to post on Twitter consistently. I'm going to use certain newsletters to promote my show. And I'm going to connect with Facebook groups and work with a different Facebook group every month to promote the podcast. Simple. Now you've taken yourself from just using social media to using a bunch of different forms of media to actually grow your podcast. And I'm telling you, after two months of doing this, you're going to see a major boost in your numbers, like a massive, massive boost. Um, so those are the five reasons why your show doesn't make money. And I wanted to give you a couple strategies as to how you could kind of turn things around. But if you do have more questions, hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at Chris Podcasting. I definitely want to check out your show. Send it to me. I will leave a rating and review. If I like it, the rating is not going to be super high. I'm telling you right now. So hit me up on socials, man. Also, make sure you get your copy of The Business of Podcasting. It is linked down below. You can check out the podcast monetization pyramid. And in the book, I break down where you are monetarily. You want to make money from your show? I'm going to give you the best system to make money based on where you are in terms of your downloads, the episodes you put out, all of that stuff. So make sure you check it out. I'm Coach Chris. I will see you next time. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but there are other great shows on MPN to help your business too. I'm Jason Falls. I host The Rise, the community commerce marketing show. There we explore an exciting new category of marketing strategy and automation focused on driving brand growth through your own community. So you start with your own customers, employees, followers, and partners and empower them to recommend and refer your brand. You can subscribe to The Rise, the community commerce marketing show at marketingpodcasts.net or by searching for The Rise the community commerce marketing show wherever you get your podcasts go subscribe this podcast is heard along the marketing podcast network for more great marketing podcasts visit marketingpodcasts.net